What is up, Blazers? Welcome back to the Kaleidoscope Sports Report podcast. I'm Catherine. And I'm Garrett. March Madness is over. I know. We've officially reached the climax <laughs> of this journey. I've, I'm... Well, okay, can, let's just talk about March Madness for a minute before we jump into the recaps. Okay. Um, I was thoroughly surprised by the finals of the NCAA tournament. Hey, I like I like the parody. Well, I, you had UConn from the beginning, didn't you? I did. I had UConn from the beginning. Fun fact about me, thought I won an online contest, thought I won a free trip <laughs> to a casino, thought I won some free apparel. To find out this morning, I wasn't <laughs> in the right group. So I was riding high last night, screaming at the TV. I was so ecstatic. This morning... I go to their Twitter account, and they're like, oh, this guy won. I'm like, oh, that's funny. That's not me. How did he win? And I didn't win. Wasn't in the right group. So, but, hey, I was right in the high. There's always the high. next year. <laughs> um, yeah, super surprise. UConn wins the NCAA tournament. Um, Wasn't even close. No. Dominating I, fashion. All of my teams got out. Huge shout-out to FAU, though. I, th- I know we've talked about them a couple times, but that FAU-San Diego State game was Epic and um, we're going to talk more basketball later, and I want to dive a little bit deeper into that. Yeah, for sure. The consequences of that game. Yeah, but um, yeah, super great March Madness. Had fun watching everything that happened. Um, Let's get into these recaps, though. Women's golf is currently at the Ironwood Invitational in Greenville, North Carolina. So um, we're going to update you more on that next week. But um, I hope they're doing well out there. You know, no one really sends us updates while they're. (laughs) <laughs> it's difficult. You can find some of the men's golf updates, but you cannot find You can never find updates. the women's. Uh, the men's golf team, speaking of them, is currently competing in their last regular season invitational out in Mississippi. Big news. Kavish Veridan is making his first appearance since withdrawing from a tournament in February for injury. Um, as of right now, UAB is five under par, putting them in 13th place out of 18 schools. Uh, Kavish leads the Blazers at four under overall as he is tied for 27th in the individual field. Uh, we will update you next week on the results of that invitational and what that means for them heading into the conference tournament and into the NCAA sectionals, regionals, whatever they call them. Yeah, glad to see Kavish back out there. Men's tennis will be back in action this week after having a week off last week. I think they needed that week off a little bit because they do have a lot coming up this week. So they're going to be taking on Wallace State and Sanford on Wednesday and then Alabama A&M and West Alabama this Friday. All these games are going to be at the Hoover Met. And then next Monday they're headed to Tennessee to take on Chattanooga. So we're going to have a lot to report next week. Um, Good luck, guys, with this busy, busy week that very you got. Very busy, very yeah. busy. Uh, the women's tennis team, uh, not as busy. They had, they did have a match last week. They didn't take off like the men's. Uh, they dropped their match against La Tech on Saturday, 2-4. to four. Uh, With that result, the Blazers have now lost five in a row as they dropped to 0-2 in conference play and 7-9 and overall for the season. They will travel to Bowling Green this weekend to take on Western Kentucky in their third conference matchup of the season. A lot going on with softball this week, or last week, Garrett. So on March 29th, which was last Wednesday, they took on Tennessee State University at Mary Bowers Field, where they won 6-4. to four. Super proud of them there. The Blazers took a 3-0 lead early in this game and were able to get um, that to 6 by the third inning. Huge shout-out to Olivia Volbeck. That's right. That's right. Yep. I like that. Olivia Volbeck, who tallied nine of ten swinging strikeouts this game. Um, the Tigers weren't able to score off her after um, until the sixth inning. And then they, I think they got one score off of her, and then she um, retired for the game. Yeah. So, so she's been killing it this season. Um, then this weekend they played a series against uni- – uh, Against oh my gosh, this weekend they played a series against North Texas where they won two of three. The Saturday game was a doubleheader. They lost the first game zero to four, but they were able to pull a win of six three in the second game. 
Um, UNT gave the Blazers a little bit more competition than um, TSU. The Blazers had a three-run lead at the bottom of the third. However, in the fifth, UNT had lowered it to only one run. Um, but UAB countered with three more runs in the sixth and were able to hold the score um, to 6-3 for the rest of the game. So it was a pretty good weekend for the girls. Next, they're taking on La Tech um, this Thursday. Saturday um, – Thursday through Saturday. Sorry, it's a little series. Um, their overall record is 19 and 17, and their conference record is 7 and 5. You know, Garrett, they had some tough competition in non-conference play, so it's kind of good to see that it's paying They're off now in good. conference They're play. They're looking pretty good. Um, yeah, they they played a couple of SEC teams in non-conference, yeah. so. Um, few series victories in a row here. Yeah. They're picking up some steam. Picking for up some sure. Steam. So it's looking good for conference play, and, and that'll be good considering, you know, conference uh, tournament coming up. Um, the La Tech game is going to be at Mary Bowers Field, so if you're available, try and catch a game. They're always good. It's always a good time. It's always fun. Um, so head out there to Mary Bowers Field if you can. Uh, the baseball team dropped another close series against Charlotte this weekend out at Young Memorial Field as they as they fall to nine and eighteen and three and six in conference play. Uh, they bounced back after losing three to eleven on Friday, winning two to one on Saturday. Blaze Berry was huge. He pitched a complete game on Saturday, allowed just four hits, uh, but they just weren't able to get the rubber match on Sunday. Ended up dropping that one five to nothing. Uh, they get Auburn tonight at Regents Field, another big opportunity here in Birmingham. Uh, Auburn is a quality team, but they are not as good as they were last year when they made it to Omaha. Uh, this weekend, they will go away from Conference USA and face a quality Dallas Baptist team uh, Yeah, out in Dallas. Um, interesting to see that they are breaking away from Conference USA, have this series yeah. against a non-Conference USA team right in the middle of the conference season. But maybe it'll, it'll give them the opportunity to right the ship. Dallas Baptist is a good team, but uh, if the Blazers can pick up one, even two, this would be huge for momentum. And uh, Yeah, we'll see how it goes. We'll for see sure. It goes. It's always good when uh, – um team like Auburn comes to Birmingham, it usually gets people out to the games to Absolutely. watch. Absolutely. That's at Regents Field tonight. Regents yep. Field. Um, also, I just wanted to say, if anybody was at the Friday night game and you heard the awesome DJing going on in the first five innings, that was me. You're welcome. I know you guys were jamming out there because I was jamming up in the press box. <laughs> um, Absolutely. <laughs> all right. Men's basketball played uh, in the NIT tournament. It's sadly over. They lost the final game 68-61 to to North Texas. Um, Garrett, tell me a little bit about this game. Okay, first, we got to talk about the semifinals. Uh, last week, uh, we were previewing that game against Utah Valley. They ended up winning that game. Uh, they won by just a couple points. Um, it was a great game, quality game, exactly what you see in March most of the time once you get towards the end of these tournaments. Shout out to Utah Valley. Played great, played excellent. Gave the Blazers all they could really want. But this matchup that came against North Texas in the championship was what everyone was looking forward to. Uh, North Texas, knowing that their coach is going to be out the door, uh, most likely, which yeah. now has been confirmed. He was uh, introduced as the Texas Tech coach either yesterday or the day before yesterday. Um, so he has gone from North Texas. Tyler Perry has transferred from North Texas, most likely going to land at uh, Texas Tech. But speaking of the game, um, you know, it was back and forth the whole time. Basically, it was your typical North Texas game. Slowed the pace down. Tyler Perry hit some crazy shots. When that happens, North Texas is really good. Yeah. Um, down the stretch, there were several, and I mean several, uh, questionable calls. A few um, shot clock violations that went in favor of North Texas. The shot clock ran out. Uh, a couple times they made the shot, and then there was one point where they, they threw up a shot, hit the rim, they got the rebound, and put it back up. Uh, it was basically the difference in the game because uh, it was it was a seven-point win for North Texas, but UAB had to foul in the end. You never want to blame the refs, but it was one of those things where it was so blatant that like you kind of have to blame the refs. Yeah. UAB didn't play as well as they should have. They missed some free throws. Jelly struggled from the free throw line in this game. Jelly didn't play his best Which game. Which is so odd for him. Especially because – 
We saw him against North Texas in the conference tournament, and he just went off. He was crazy. It felt like it was a. <clears throat> it felt like it was a different team in the conference tournament. They was, were so angry yeah. that day. There was like. They were so mad. He was so mad at Tyler Perry for winning the conference player of yeah. the year. He was he was going to get his that day. And I think after doing that, it was just seeing them again. It was just they couldn't get as as amped up as they were for that game. For it sure. was still a good game. Um, shout out to North Texas. I think they outplayed UAB in this game. They got some favors, obviously, or some favors from the ref that helped them out. But who knows what would have happened. I'd like to think UAB would have at least forced overtime, something of that nature. But North Texas looked ready to play. They knew it was Grant McCaslin's last game. They came out. They played hard. They For did sure. what they usually do. And hats off to I them. I mean, and even having the ability to play on such a league. I, I mean, granted, it's not the NCAA tournament, but it's still a pretty big um, oh, absolutely. I platform. Mean, and, yeah. and just to get our name out there, especially going into the um, AAC. Where, yeah. Yep. Speaking of the AAC. Well, hold on. I have a couple more notes on you as well. Okay. Well, um, I was going to – Oh, okay. Oh, okay. No, 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 no. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. You go ahead. You know. You go. No, I like where you're going. Okay, okay. okay. Well, I was going to say um, but this isn't into our UAB basketball season this year. Um, it is kind of sad to see the Jelly Walker error come to an end. Um, but I do want to mention a couple of outstanding notes that I have just about the season overall. Um, Trey Jimson finished the season with a program record of – 329 rebounds. Jelly Walker had a program record of 22.3 points per game and 736 points overall. He also had um, 135 made three-pointers, which is second in the program. Taven Lovin ended with the most played games in UAB history with 164. And this team also broke the record for the most wins in a single season at 29. Um, they have nothing to be ashamed of oh, at all. Oh, no, yeah. This there is... This is not a loss for us. You, you didn't. Know? I, you, know, you obviously want to make it to the conference tournament or to the NCAA tournament. Obviously, they made it to the conference tournament. Yeah. You want to make it to the NCAA tournament, but to bounce back from a tough loss against FAU, that was, I mean, they got blown out, which, yeah. as we have found out, FAU is one of the best teams in the country. Yeah. Um, despite the NCAA and all of the AP writers not wanting to recognize that, they were one of the top five teams in the country this for year. For sure. Um, and they played like it all season, despite getting a nine seed in the NCAA tournament. They proved why they, they should have been there. Yeah. And the fact that UAB was one of four teams to beat them this season, is that's that's an incredible feat in itself. Definitely. Um, AK, you know, he's got a lot to replace. Um, we have – there's, what, seven or eight quality contributors that are going to be going out the door. This senior class was incredible. Ty Brewer was a dog against Utah Valley. I think he had, like, almost 30 points. Um, he did give a shout-out to Pancakes, Pineapple, and Water as being his fuel for uh, <laughs> playing well. So if you're in, if you're looking to be a better basketball player, that is your recipe. That um, actually sounds amazing. Yeah, they showed. Did you see the video they posted on the? No. Like on the. Team is he putting Twitter? the pineapple on the pancakes? I don't know. I just saw like the spread, and he was like talking about how he. Eats. Oh. And then like in the post game interview from the Utah Valley game, he told the ESPN reporter that he loves pancakes, pineapple, and water. Okay. That's, that's how he does it. Yeah, I mean. But yeah, Ty Brewer. Real champions. Ty Brewer ended up kind of shocking me. Like at the beginning of the season, I was talking about how he was going to be a good role player, but he ended up being, he was kind of the guy. I mean, even yeah. he outplayed Jelly down the stretch, which was kind of surprising to me. L.A. didn't turn out like I thought he was going to. I was at the first game. L.A. hit like five or oh, six yeah, threes. Oh, yeah, L.A. And came I was out, like, and I thought he was going to be like, <laughs> like. here we go. We yeah. got us a shooter. Like, this is going to help spacing. Ty ended up being a dog. Uh, the Brewer twins were great. Or brothers were great. They were fantastic. Anything you have ever hoped for. Uh, the transfer portal was great to UAB again this season. They're going to have to go back to it. Uh, AK did an interview on Next Round a couple days ago. He says that he's probably going to have to replace 75% of the uh, the, the team, um, and that's 
including players like Tyler Bertram, who's already left. Um, and there's probably going to be more out the door. I wouldn't be surprised if Ranji leaves. Yeah. Um, Ranji, unlike some of the other guys on this team, who maybe like, I don't know, John Coleman, Ryan Donahue, are not going to play at other programs. They can they can still contribute to a team that's going to play well and it's going to, you know, they're going to have a say. We love you, Ryan play. Donahue. Absolutely. We, we don't want to talk smack about you. I'm not you. talking smack about you. We, we just Isn't ha- John Cole a senior? Yeah, but they have COVID years. Oh, have, yeah. He's, I think he redshirted too. So, like, yeah. at this point, some of these guys play, like, eight years. Like For they, sure, yeah. Like, why not? Like, why not stick around? <laughs> even some guys like that might get some NIL money for being on the team, even though they don't yeah. contribute significantly. Um, but anyways. For sure. Let's talk about players that are staying that we know of right now. We've still got Ephraim Johnson. Right. Uh, I mean, with the transfer portal, you don't know that anyone's staying. Yeah. But there are some people we think are going to stay. We think Eric Gaines is going to stay. Yeah. Um, I would be shocked to see EG leave. Like you mentioned, Ephraim, I don't think that Bud is going to leave. No. He got significant minutes uh, this For season. For sure. He, and I, I think – I what did I say before the season started? I said, watch out for Bud. You said he's going to be a dog. And, and everybody dog. was like, I don't know. I don't know. And I was like, ha. ha. I doubted you. I doubted you. I didn't think he was going to play because, I mean, there were so many quality And he's a freshman. Yeah. yeah. And, I mean – if I'm Butta, I'm looking at next season, and I mean, AK's already said that he's the 75% of this team is going to be gone, like yeah. for sure, going to be gone. Yeah. And Ephraim is someone that AK already trusts. He's already been in the system for a for year. Sure. I can I can see him starting, if not just getting significant yeah. minutes. I like, could see Butta being kind of like a, the new Taven Lovin. Absolutely, yeah. he kind of plays that way. Ta- I think I think that's going to be one of the biggest losses from this team is Taven because his leadership and the fact that he's yeah. been here for so long. It's kind of like when you lost Quan last year. Quan maybe for a little sure. bit better scorer and a little bit more effective on defense than than Taven was, but he's kind of that glue guy. Yeah. Um. So they're going to have to replace that. Um. We'll see. We'll see. UAB has. I mean, since AK's been here, he's been able to find talent in the transfer portal. I don't think that's. Gonna I be think an he issue. definitely will still find talent. You just have to. You have to hope that it hits. Right. Yeah. I mean, he's going to get highly rated guys. We talked about some guy. That guy Caleb Love from North Carolina last week, who UAB has already reached out to. Um, he's going to reach out to guys like that. And AK's name is big enough. And he, moving to the AAC especially, like that's a conference that's going to get more than one bid in the NCAA tournament. Definitely. Like it happened this year. It's happened for the past several years. Uh, in that conference, UAB is going to be playing on a bigger stage. Um, so there's more There's more set to sell now than ever. And this team has been to the, NC, or to the NIT finals and to the NCAA tournament in the last two years. AK has set all kinds of records for UAB basketball. It's only going to go up from here. He's only getting better. We do lose Jelly which is a big blow. Yeah. Uh, Jelly has been a big piece of this team for the last two years. But I think what we saw this season is that Jelly didn't play his best all the time. And this team, the way that AK put it together, yeah. was able to kind of pick it up the, the slack from Jelly. I think if Jelly plays the way he did this year on last year's team, there's no way they made it to the NCAA tournament. No. He was just literally out of his mind in the conference tournament last year. Like, there was no way anyone was going to stop them. Um but yeah, I think I think the future's still bright. You know, you're losing a lot of quality talent, but I think it's going to be fine. Definitely, um, Garrett. Should we move on to football? I do want to mention one oh, more thing okay, about yeah. FAU. For sure. Shout out to the Owls. Oh yeah. Shout yeah. out to the Owls. Huge appreciation for the Owls. That's a tough tough way to end. Yeah, that is a tough way to end. Since we're on basketball, Garrett should. Um, I feel like we should mention the whole Caitlin Clark. Okay. Let's Angel get into Reese. It. Um, Everyone's giving a take. Why don't we? Okay. Do ours? So uh, the. Women's NCAA championship game came down to Iowa and LSU. And if you don't know who Caitlin Clark is, go look She's her up. A She's a 
beast. She set the record for the most points scored in a men's or women's NCAA tournament. She's definitely going to the, the WNBA. The that's record. all I gotta say. Well, see what? See, that's what I was thinking too. But I've heard that she actually has a better chance of making more money staying in college and getting NIL money than playing in the WNBA because the max, con- the highest contract in the WNBA is yeah. only like two hundred fifty thousand dollars. Did you year. hear that? Like this um, women's W in. I'm getting all my numbers and everything mixed up. This um, women's NCAA tournament had like one of the most views ever. Like, because yeah, nobody the watches. Yeah, was the most viewed women's yes. basketball game ever. Nobody's nobody watches women's basketball that much. So sorry crazy. about that, but they just it outdid don't. the NBA this week. Yeah. Like, and, like, I know the NBA is not in the playoffs or anything right now, but NBA is always going to get great ratings, and they outdid the NBA. And like, For sure. And, like, their games, were like, their their metrics were almost the same as the men's, which is – this is unprecedented. Like, yeah. Did you watch the, the Iowa game on Sunday? No, not Sunday. That was the national championship. Did you watch the one against South Carolina? No. That game was incredible. Like, back and forth the whole way. Yeah. Like, I think that game had, like, four point something million viewers, like, average viewers, and yeah. that was the record. And then they reset it on Sunday with, like, almost six million. Which is crazy. Um, but I it's good that she's bringing in views like personally, that. Personally, like, watching the women's games was more entertaining to me than watching the men's games because Caitlin Clark, is she's so polarizing. Yeah. Whether you love her or you hate her, like, you, you can't take your eyes yeah. off of her, and well, she's I mean, so good. Also, I will say Angel Reese, she's also kind of a dog too. Oh, Angel Reese is a she's dog. A, she's a dog for sure. Like to to go into her face and hit her with the you. Okay, can't well see we haven't. Me. Hold on, we haven't even gotten to that part. Yet. Okay. So the drama, if you don't know what it is, is Caitlin Clark in like a ton of the games, like almost all of them. She's been doing the John Cena. You, you can't, can't see me. Yeah. If you don't know what it is, look it up. I mean, I feel like everybody Iconic knows what it is. Iconic. She's she kind of talks trash. She talks a lot of trash. But also, I will say. If you've never watched a men's basketball game, like in person, they all talk they trash. They all talk trash. How many men's basketball players have gotten in trouble for talking trash on the field, like, like on the abs- court? Like very little. They just do it. So um, she's been doing the can't see me thing or whatever. And in the championship game, um, LSU beat Iowa. And in the fourth quarter, I think yeah, it was. Like it, was right at, it was like right at the end of the game. Right at the end of the game. LSU had a huge lead over Iowa, and it was looking that we knew that LSU was about to win. Yeah. And Angel Reese got in Caitlin Clark's face and mimicked her, you can't see me, and then pointed at her ring finger, like saying that she's about to get a ring. That's fantastic. And everybody is mad saying that it's not classy and like it's unladylike. But I think that the real problem is that you need to redefine what ladylike is. This double standard is wild. Exactly. I just think that like. Sports just automatically has a lot of trash talking, and there's a lot of like. I mean, the the tension is so high. You're competing at the highest level yes. of your sport. Like, if you don't have confidence in yourself and you're not willing to put yourself out there and prove and like talk, like you have to talk your talk. Yeah. Like if you don't do that, like people don't respect you. For sure. And like obviously, Caitlin Clark demands respect just the way she plays, but so does Angel Reese. Yeah. Angel Reese set the double double record for a season. And Angel Reese also talks a lot of smack. If and you, as she should though. Yeah. They won the national championship. They beat Iowa by like yeah. 15 points. They scored over 100 points on Iowa. For sure. Like talk your talk. Talk your talk. That's my opinion. That's Definitely. How That's how I feel too. I mean, if you watch any like college football game or any, I mean, NFL football games too. Absolutely. Every time they make a touchdown, what does the person who made the touchdown do? They throw the ball down. They do a little dance. They do whatever. Absolutely. They do some sort of celebration or you know something. I a lot of basketball players will do the thing where they like put their hand real close to the ground, like calm them. You see, small yeah, or you whatever. see all the men's players doing. Yes, that. they it, all do it. So I don't think there's any problem with them doing the little celebration. Thing. Absolutely not. I think it's entertaining. I mean, if we're gonna let Brandon Miller get patted down, whoa. I'm sorry, I shouldn't whoa. say that. 
If we're gonna let court. Brandon Miller get patted down <laughs> in patted front of down. thousands of people on national television, and like people did get upset about that, but I, you still didn't even see the backlash that you saw this weekend yeah. for Angel Reese celebrating her her team winning the national championship. She won the most outstanding player for the whole tournament. She's not allowed to talk her talk. Yeah, no, I think she should. And I don't have a, talk I don't have a talk. problem with Caitlin Clark talking smack either. I don't that, either. That, there were some people who were like, "Yeah, Caitlin Clark did it, but she didn't do it in that moment." It doesn't matter. It does, yeah. It doesn't matter to me. I get, I get the argument. I get like, like you just won a national championship, celebrate with your team, whatever. But you know, you know, Caitlin Clark yeah. was talking to her all game, yeah, because she did it the whole tournament, and there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, it's just the double standard is crazy. If a man can do it, and he's and he's praised for doing that, why can the the players at the top of women's basketball not do the same thing and be celebrated right. for it? I, I will say, when I grew up playing sports, I remember. Several girls talking smack to me on the court, and it's it was—it's so hard feelings. It's, it's just, part of the game. It just intensifies the game. And when you can back it up like both of them do, it's not that big of a deal. All right, Garrett, let me get your opinion on this. Um, so every year after the NCAA tournament, the president obviously oh, invites the team, the championship teams, to the White House to have dinner or whatever they do in yeah. there, and. Um, Jill Biden suggested that both teams no. come to the no. White House. No. I don't think I don't think so. No, they shouldn't. No. Angel Reese tweeted out about it, and she said she was yeah, like, "Yeah, she is said hilarious. that's a joke." Yeah. <laughs> you, why? I get, I understand the sentiment. I get that Caitlin Clark is revolutionizing women's basketball, and she's drawing so much attention to the sport. She's doing great things for the sport. You can't argue against that. But they didn't win. But she didn't win. And you know, that's all you, you say. know for a fact the way that people talked about Angel Reese this weekend. If LSU lost that game, they're not inviting LSU. Yeah, they're not doing it. No. And so I just think I understand I understand that Caitlin Clark is huge. She's like Yeah. She's perhaps the biggest personality in college basketball, women's or men's. Like she is Yeah. Like she is the, I mean if you go on Twitter like, right now, her name is, is her. trending, yeah. you know, like And like that game was three two or three days ago. Like and people are gonna be talking about this for a long time. Yeah, for sure. I get I get what you're going for because you're just promoting women's sports even more. But like you didn't win. Yeah. You, you didn't win. That's on you. So um, I, I agree with Angel Reese. Yeah, I do too. Um, all right, let's move on to football. Spring game is this Thursday. Garrett. This is intriguing. Yes. Is What's intriguing. going on with football right now? Well, first of all, they're having a dragon egg hunt. So, like, if you're if you're going to the game. And, and if you want to see Garrett find some eggs on the field. I don't think that I am. <laughs> I don't think I qualify. I think there's, like, an age cap, hopefully. <laughs> I would hope that there's not, like, full-grown adults out there. Hunting for dragon eggs. I already contacted Evan, and he said he's going to make an exception for you. Actually, it wouldn't be Evan. It'd be Ted. This has nothing to do with Evan. I don't know. Or Ted. But, um, so Blaze posted on his Instagram the other day. Oh, I forgot about that. I was going to say that on here. I've been so pumped about it. You are the mascot. Oh, my goodness. Okay. So, y'all, this is the most exciting thing ever. And if you hate mascots, then respectfully skip this part because I don't understand you and I don't think that we would be friends but Blaze posted a picture with his friend Beauregard T. Rooster making a big announcement that Beauregard T. Rooster will wait, be wait I think you got duped what that was April Fool's no it wasn't yeah that was that was an April Fool's thing I think are you serious <laughs> yeah I think it was posted on April Fool's I just assumed that it was an April Fool's joke So he posted that they were going to be co-mascots, right? Like official yeah. co-mascots. I think it's an April Fool's joke. Oh. Because I was so excited when I saw it. And then I like, I, th- I think I saw it on like someone screenshot it on Twitter. Like I saw it later on there and they were like, oh, this is like the best April Fool's joke ever or whatever. 
Maybe it's not. I just think it is. I feel like we would have seen some kind of bigger announcement besides from the UAB Blaze Instagram oh. account. Was it posted on April 1st? It was posted three days ago. What day was that? Well, today's the 4th. <laughs> no. Uh, oh, that makes me so sad. April 4th, 2023. Oh, my bad. That's my, that's <laughs> my watch. That's my watch. Uh, yeah, I think you got, I think you got got. I got got. Never mind. That's this. unfortunate. <laughs> That makes me so When sad. you got so excited, I was like, I'm just going to let her go, and then I'm going <laughs> to I'm gonna ruin her day. That ruined my week. What? May- but maybe it's true, though. Maybe it is. Maybe it's just bad timing. If y'all don't know, I love Beauregard T. I do, too. That, and You know, maybe we get to the spring game on Thursday, and maybe maybe Beauregard's out I'm gonna I'm going to get everyone to sign a petition to bring Beauregard back. See, there's no issue with Beauregard, because, like, the Viking was too scary. I don't know. And I've like, heard... <laughs> you got it too. <laughs> the Viking was too scary, and like the the pink dragon, like that's just not us. But Beauregard, Beauregard is he's the man. I just hey, hey, listen. Ak said he loves Beauregard. If anyone has pull on this campus, it's Ak. Like he's. I'm he gonna get, get Ak done. to sign a petition to bring Beauregard. If you back. get Ak to sign your petition to bring Beauregard and he make would him definitely be, come back. Maybe maybe it's not maybe it's not April Fool's joke. Maybe it's not. Okay. Maybe it's not. There's well, still hope. There's still hope. <laughs> I kind of forgot about April Fool's. I'm not going to believe anything that anybody told me on April Fool's Day anymore. Okay, anyways, um, is there anything else we need to talk about as far as the spring game goes, um, Uh 21 seniors left this team last year. We had several transfers. We've talked about, you know, Brian Vincent, uh, Dylan Hopkins, yeah. all of them going to New Mexico. Is what it is. This is going to be interesting. Uh, there's a lot of new faces on this team. Uh, it's really just going to be the first look at, at, at the – the new, um, the new offense. Uh, we have on. a new defense in place too. Say that again. Um, with the new defensive coordinator, Alex Mortensen on offense. Like this, this is going to be a new version of UAB. Like this isn't going to be anything. We're we're entering a new era. Right. Like this is going to be completely different uh, than what you've yeah. seen. I think there's going to be less ground and pound like we've seen with Dwayne McBride the last few years. Yeah. Um, but we don't know. We don't, we don't I know. Mean, that's we the have thing. no idea how he's going to play. We know? have some like. We've seen what he did in high school, but it, you're not going to run the same yep. stuff in high school because uh, you can obviously run more, much more complex systems with college players than you can with high school players. The uh, thing I'm looking forward to the most, probably everybody is, the quarterback situation. We talked about that before. Um, I want to see go, who goes out there first. Um, obviously, it doesn't matter. Um, everyone's yeah. going to get reps. Um, I want to see what Zeno does. Obviously, I'm very intrigued by that. For sure. Um, transfer from La Tech. Interested to see what he does out there. I really, I am the thing I'm looking forward to the most is, besides the quarterbacks, is looking at the new offense. I want to see um, if this team pushes the ball down the field a little bit more. Um, if they use a little bit more, more misdirection, they were just so straightforward last year and it worked at times. But it just, I think they could have added a little more razzle dazzle to it. I think Trent Dilfer will do that, um, yeah. or, or at least get put the right guys in the right situations. Um, there were times last year where the offense was just so stagnant because Dwayne McBride was getting the ball and everyone knew it. Um, there are some guys with some real speed on this team who play in the slot. Even, I mean, you think about Skull. Like, they could have used Skull a lot differently. They kind of just did yeah. with Skull what, uh, they did with Skull what they did with Dwayne McBride. And he's not the same kind of bag. No, he's not. Um, I think you if you can get him out in space, he's going to be a little bit better. He can lower his shoulder and, and, and run some guys over. Mm-hmm. But he's not Dwayne McBride. He's, no. I mean, he's what? He's Dwayne like, McBride is a rock. Skull is a rocket. <laughs> yeah, he's like a he's like a bowling ball. But yeah, like, I mean, if he gets loose, he's gone. Absolutely, you know what I mean. Yeah, his his speed. He has like game breaking speed. Yes, honestly. but he's not. The he's, thing with um Dwayne McBride is that 
you the only way to get him down is you gotta hit and wrap. You oh, know what absolutely. I mean? Like you, you gotta, gotta wrap him up. Like you cannot like. No, there's no just like knocking him like, over. You have gotta, gotta you gotta commit to wrapping him up. Yeah. And, like, and taking him down for sure. And and Skull is a little bit more of a shifty guy. Like, yeah. And that's because of his size. Honestly, yeah. Obviously, but like, I think I think what you want to see is using players like Skull to the best of their abilities. Right. Yeah. Don't just don't limit them to the offense. Form the offense around them. And you know, put your your best players in the in the best pitch, uh, situations for them, and and see what you can do. I mean, definitely, you're heading into the American Conference. You don't really have anything to lose this season. I don't really think the whatever happens this season happens. Like, I don't think that people are going to be calling for Trent Dilfer's name unless it just looks terrible. Yeah, like I think he's got a, a grace period here, especially with Bill Clark leaving. I think there is a, like there is an expectation on UAB's football program that there's never been before because of Bill Clark. But I think that people are going to understand like it's not Bill Clark. Right. He's never coached at this level. Not that he can't do it, but there's gonna I think there's gonna be a grow a, a growth period. Like yeah. there's gonna be some growing pains. Yeah. But I think Trent Dilfer is the right guy. He's he's brought a lot of attention to this program. But yeah. this Thursday we get to see it for real. We get to see what the X's and O's looks like. For sure. Remember that is this Thursday, protective stadium. Six o'clock, get your right? kids there. Six egg six hunt. Um Garrett's gonna dress like the Easter Bunny. Not true. <laughs> um, all right. Garrett, do you want to move to Blazer of the Week? Let's do Blazer And of the I week. actually picked a Blazer of the Week for both of us. Okay. Do you want to know what it is? Is it Borgard? No. Okay, who's your Blazer of the Week? Who's our Blazer? I was going to say our Blazer of the Week collectively is Jelly Walker and all the UAB That's what I was going to pick. Seniors. I was going to pick the seniors too. Wow, yes. we were on the same page. We just wanted to thank you guys for being on the team and thank you for a great season and um, you're going to be missed next year, and we hope like that Like, genuinely. Like, yes, people always genuinely. say that, and they're like, thank you, seniors, but, like, genuinely. No, this, genuinely, this This team, class, you think about Trey yeah. and Jelly and Taven. Like, these For people sure. tr- literally transformed the way that people look at UAB basketball, yeah. and they're a big part of why UAB gets to play in the American Conference. Like, all athletics, yeah. like, like for real, they changed the, the course of yeah. this school, So honestly. So, really, you know, thank you guys for everything that you've done. Uh, it's been a while, shout out guy. to Trey Jemison for actually being on the podcast. Absolutely. Um, we big friend of the pod. Mayor um, of Birmingham. Mayor of Birmingham. Um, I really do hope he becomes a mayor of Birmingham one day, and I hope I still I will be here to see If him. I'm still living here, I'll be voting for him. I'll be for voting for him, him for sure. Um, but, yeah, thank you guys so much. I wish you all the best in your career endeavors, whatever you end up doing. Go get, you, go get the bag. Go get the bag. Go get the bag. You know? Uh, remember, uh, Mike Ertle was a uh, um, – he was an intern for UAB football. <laughs> I wonder how he's doing. He's getting the bag. He's somewhere getting the bag. Somewhere getting the bag. AK prepares these guys to get the bag. <laughs> All right. Thank you guys so much for listening to our episode this week. Um, we really appreciate you guys listening. If you want more content, go to UAB at UAB Kaleidoscope on Instagram or go to K-Scope, on, oh, K-Scope Sports on Twitter. I'm just losing my head today. Um, K-Scope Sports on Twitter, or if you want to read some articles or listen to some other podcasts, um, go to uabblazermedia.com and check out the content that's on there. Um, no questions. Once again, you've only got two weeks left. I know. Two if weeks. you have to, anything. You got you to gotta let us know. <laughs> we talked about texting. We talked about DMs. You know the, you know the way. I, I'm not, I, I can't keep, I'm, I'm preaching to nobody out here. It's like, right. It's like I'm just I'm talking to Catherine over here. And that's it. Like <laughs> you're not listening to me. Please reach out. Like I want to answer your questions. We want to answer your questions. Yeah. Reach out to us. We want to hear from you guys. Um, I want to hear your opinions on spring game next week. Maybe the NCAA tournament. Now that it's wrapped up, want to hear your opinions on that. Please reach out to us. Um, you can do that via our personal Twitters, Casco Twitter. You know what they are at this point. 
Um, we appreciate you guys for listening just as much as we appreciate the senior class of the men's basketball team. For sure. You guys are great. Two weeks. Two weeks. There's I only know. two more episodes two, of this two podcast. Two more weeks. Until I, I'm out of here. Oh, don't make me cry. And Catherine's out of here. <laughs> yeah, I'll be out of here as well. Um, but really, we appreciate you guys listening. You guys have been along for the ride. We appreciate everything that you've done for us. Um, tune in next week. <laughs> tune in <For> next week. Sure. <laughs> tune in next week for some more Blazer Sports. We'll break down the spring game. Uh, we will talk about baseball. Uh, we'll talk about softball. Hopefully they will continue their hot streak. We'll recap uh, what's happening with golf, all the other sports. Um, it's going to be exciting, so be here. For Catherine Kirk, I'm Garrett Helmers. Thank you so much for listening. And as always, Go, go Blazers! Blazers.